Hey, it's Coco. And Carly. And sometimes at the Scott Drop. And we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week, we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint. Through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we're spiritual beings having human experiences. This is your vibrational experience. Coco says no song, and I'm very upset about it. It's not a song date. I'm in, you guys. I just had a really big session, so I'm like, I can't. All my normal um, techniques to get me back into my human is just not working, so um, this will be a good episode today. So maybe this be a Carly and me show today. Yeah. Ooh, finally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's start us off here then. Um, where should we start? Let's well, see. Last month's awareness. Let's... We'll take a moment and just acknowledge that, that we learned a lot last month, I feel. We did. And now we're deep into this experience month. And, you know, it's really challenging um, when you're in the new frequency of new earth to really have a pulse on the old. Mm -hmm. So we don't really see and experience what, you know, a lot of people who are in the old are experiencing, but we can feel it. And I have been reading your DMs and, you know, hearing and listening in session. And, you know, um, Scott has heard, you know, stuff when he's out mentoring as well. Um, Carly doesn't really see that much, do you? <laughs> no, I live in a beautiful unicorn bubble. Yeah. And I just float from my house to Chateau Coco. Yeah, she does. I'm like Glinda, the Good Witch of the North. You know how she's in that bubble? Yes, yeah. she, she doesn't. Yeah. From Wizard of Oz. Yeah, it's been a while okay okay so what i'm saying is we know that there's a lot that's going on with everyone and you're tired and you're thinking you're thinking versus feeling at times and you're wondering what's this all for are things going to shift and you know many days this is fucking crazy and i'm pulling myself back in timelines to when scott and i um, very much we're in 2018 and 2019. And I would have given my right arm for this podcast to have somebody that could speak directly to me and hear me and see me for my light and tell me just inherently that I'm going to be okay. And yes, we are, we're talking to you. We are. And I know that... No, no, no. You. Not the other person sitting beside you, but you. And I know, <laughs> I know that we always say we don't want to save you. But sometimes you need to hear the words that will really help your human feel that there is others around there, around you like you. Because what? We've had 70 plus episodes of knowledge and information, but I really want to dedicate this episode to the compassion of what you guys are all going through no matter where you are in your journey. And the awareness that is hitting you in the face is a lot because then that is now creating an experience into next month of a choice. Mm -hmm. So lots of things are taking place and whether it be your relationships, whether it be your jobs, whether it's just, it's, it's minuscule things sometimes too, you know? And like purging furniture out of your house. Yeah. Carly's, <laughs> Carly's in a layer right now where she, um, has to let go, let yeah. it go, yes. let it go. Literally let it yeah. go. Like Carly has to mess up her life. Oh. And it's a challenge for her. It is. And I would say that she is going through it in that sense and it hasn't even just begun because she has to mess up her life in ways that she's never done before. Yeah, and like where it gets kind of 
confusing for me is a lot of my, so I'm a very scheduled person. And so getting rid of the schedule, honestly, is whatever. But what now? No, not, getting rid of the schedule is not honestly whatever. No. If you're a no. very scheduled person, no, it's, it's very not, big but deal. I feel like it wasn't, I when I committed to making the change, I just did it. Like I'm not, I don't want to diminish like, the like feelings around it but like it's not like I did it and then I like waffled on it does that make sense like I didn't go back and forth with it it was like unscheduled your life so I was like okay anything that's not work related now is not in a calendar okay like yeah. and I just like didn't yeah. do it does yeah. that make so, sense so like laundry day 11 o'clock yeah no there's 11, no there's 11 no more 11 yeah 12. we're <laughs> exactly. done it's only time we can there's fit laundry, no more laundry day it's like oh my laundry's building up I should do it today kind of vibes now and so like that I'm like okay like that's still new to me but I'm not fighting it I'm just trying to go with it but what the confusion is for me now are the pieces from my old life that I do truly just enjoy and bringing that into my life, like working out. So my workouts were very scheduled. They were Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I knew exactly what I was doing on each day. And so now it was like this morning I woke up and I was like, well, what am I going to do before I go to work? And then I was like, oh, I want to go on the bike. And then there was a little ego that said, well, do you want to go on the bike because it's Monday and you always go on the bike on Monday? Or is it because you truly want to do it? This is the work. So that is the where I'm at with things right mm -hmm. now. It's I'm still getting the pull to do things, but I'm trying to decipher, is it the pull from the old because I would always do it on that day? Or is it because I'm just truly wanting to do that right now? Well, and So everyone wants to know, what did you decide? Well, I ended up going on the bike today and... It was a great ride because I didn't go into it with an agenda. It wasn't like I'm going to go do arms and spin. I just went yeah. on and saw what class pulled to me, which happened to be an arms and spin class, and I did that. Whereas usually it would be I would get on my bike and I'd already know today is a lower lower body day, and then I would stack a whole bunch of classes based off of what I wanted the day to be versus me just looking at the Peloton screen and being like, oh, I like that instructor. Oh, I like that music style, and I'm doing it. Okay. And so today just happened to be an arms... In an intervals class. Yeah. Well, and Carly's very much going through the whole, um, when she's talking about rescheduling and all that, it's going from thinking to feeling entirely. Yeah. And that is a lot. So her purging is a lot. So can we just give these guys an example of what Carly's schedule used to look like? Yeah. Ooh, why don't I bring up a day? Or, or just like how... how regimed and yes. like to the minute it kind of was maybe we should pause it while she's yes. picking it up no no it, no i already no. have it you up got here it? Okay. oh yeah. yeah like very much okay so for example like one day it was get up at 6 30 7 a.m peloton workout 8 a.m meditation 8 30 to 9 o'clock shower 9 a.m respond to emails 9 15 check accounts 9 16 email alexia regarding photo shoot, 10 a.m., follow up with Alexia's placeholders for next week, 10, 15. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm already exhausted. <laughs> We're only at 10, 15. And then there's travel time. I would book in travel time. So then like from 10:30 to 11, travel to Chateau Coco, and then the day would begin. So that was the structure of just my morning. Like literally, I'm surprised that this day I didn't have like drink coffee on there. I like the like the nine fifteen do this and then nine sixteen doing something else. I'm shook. Just like, so yeah, I just that like and so and how my ego justified it is if I don't put it in there, I'll forget to do it. Yeah, and then it's kind of a vicious circle because then because that's how my life was run for so many years, I didn't learn how to have a memory if that makes sense. So then I would forget things unless it was by the book because yeah. I'm so 
like tunnel vision on the schedule. Yeah, and I want to give a shout out to Katie because <laughs> Katie on Soulprint has this was very much a layer when she first came on as well, mm-hmm. and. Um, it's just so interesting that how Carly is seeing that she, you know, you talked a lot about that to her mm-hmm. too, that the whole like thing, but now it's coming up for her too. It's that robot energy is very much like this, but this is the thing like 5d and living from soul is not what Carly just said. Well, you, that alone is hustle. Like think about like, yeah. because as soon as you didn't make a time Period, like as soon as say it was like 1017 and I got to what was supposed to be done at 1016, there's a tinge of anxiety that it happens with you in you and you feel like you need to speed up and get it done. And that's hustle. Mm-hmm. And that's so far from what we how we be and how we live. Yeah, yes. it's very hard to be present when you're like, oh, I've got to get this done within the next 30 seconds so I can <laughs> move on to folding my socks. <laughs> Literally, and that would be in there too. Laundry folding from whatever to whatever, because yeah. God forbid I'll forget. But why would I forget if the buzzer on my freaking machine goes off and I don't have clothes to wear the next day? I'll go fold my clothes. Like, mm-hmm. I'm an adult. I'll figure it out. But my ego tells me if it's not in that calendar, it's not getting done. You mean you just don't, like, haul the clothes up from the dryer and throw it on your bed, planning on doing it no. later before you go to sleep, and then when you finally no. go to sleep, you just throw the clothes from the bed onto the floor? No. no. Okay. No, okay, no. Okay, that's, that's more like mm-hmm. my schedule. <laughs> I laugh, though, too, because I think it was in a group text with Alexia Coco and I over the weekend. Oh, it was about taxes. I did my taxes, and there's some money that I owe. And they're like, don't pay for like three months. And I'm like, you guys, I was literally going to go pay it like right now just to get it off my chest kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then Alexi goes, just don't pay it for a year and see how that makes you feel. How does that make Reese, your higher self, feel? And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She still has her affairs in order, people. She just isn't instant with it, okay? Yeah, and I mean... um, this is a good example of like what everybody needs to understand with the involvement of moving from ego to soul is it's like 5D is very relaxed. That would be the word that I would give. Mm-hmm. It's very much like whatever flows, whatever comes, you don't have to try. And you are aware of the 3D game, mm-hmm. but it doesn't rule you. So yeah, I'm sitting here being like, yeah, you should leave that for a year because that is like... That would be just unreal for Carly. Even though she says Reese has her affairs in order, it doesn't matter. You you have to mess up your life and put it all out the window and really like face that stuff to see how it would make you feel. Everybody has to hear that in their world right now where it's like anything in 3D that like you still feel that you need to tie up with a bow, ask yourself why. Why do you still need to tie up stuff with a bow or why does 3D still... Um, you know, I had somebody earlier and they're like, I'm still very much in 3d. I still have to go very much in 3d. And what I said was, yeah, because you haven't made the switch because when you make the switch, wherever your workplace is, especially if you're management or especially if you can really control the air supply, that place then becomes 5d. So when people come into your building, your home, your life, they're experiencing that from a 5d perspective versus 3d so it's like me when i go out into walmart into home sense into the bay i'm having a whole different experience compared to the person standing next to me because quite frankly i don't give a fuck i ain't playing at the 3d game so all of a sudden this goes this sale happens for you or this is happening for you things are aligning things are finding you when you're coming from thinking it's hard and it doesn't click 
quite as fast. So in order to get into feeling, you have to, what I keep saying to Carly's session was muck up your fucking life and really get uncomfortable and really realize the illusion of what 3D is. So that is why a lot of you guys are going through it right now because we cling. We cling to the 3D. So using Carly as the example, because she's on the hot seat today, the taxes is such a good example. That's all she's ever known. She's well, ne- I, I've never even known owing taxes. Yes. I would get like a three to $5,000 return on my taxes. So for me to owe, even that, I was like, <gasps> what? Exactly. Exactly. So this is where rising up off the board game happens. Mm-hmm. Because you have to get uncomfortable and you have to see the illusion for what it is. And that is where a lot of you guys are tired. You're exhausted. You're going through it. You're clinging. You're holding on. You're looking. You're seeing. You're witnessing things. Wounds. Everything's in your face. But now it's like we're in that experience to make the choice. And I had somebody who DM'd me on the weekend and said, Coco, I just went to an RMT and I got declined because I had like the sniffles. And then she said to me, but what this really made me realize is my whole family's kind of spinning about COVID. My whole family thinks this and this, or somebody might be sick. And then I attracted this whole RMT experience to realize like, I'm done with this game. I am a light being. I am not here to go and have massages with people who are in the same frequency anymore. And so now she's moving into that choice and that awareness of is this location where I even live worth it? Is this Mm -hmm. where I need to be? Where people are starting to make decisions now of where do I go to optimize my light? Mm -hmm. Where am I feeling at my best frequency? What does that even look like? Because it ain't stopping my friends. Like the chaos around you, the feelings that you're feeling is pushing you and shaking you to mess you up. And I just love that language because they really hammered it to Carly. But I think everybody as a whole should get that. Your life needs to be messed up. You need to get so uncomfortable. If you're comfortable, you're fucking stagnant. Mm -hmm. You have to be uncomfortable. You have to know what it feels like to maybe not pay your taxes in fucking full. You need to know maybe what it's like to, you know, not pay a certain payment and do all that because the longer you do that the longer you stay in the game and the only way you can rise off this board game is experiencing that and doing the opposite of that so what does this all mean it means that we're light okay light operates different right now right light operates different within earth light has a different experience than human okay Me and Scott have talked about this a lot and I did a post on my Instagram the other day about my view in my bedroom. And for the longest time, I was so scared of losing all that and how do I have to hustle, I have to maintain when I was in my ego life. But if you look at me and you've been into our house, you can see that, quote unquote, it is in this world, but it's out of this world because there's no rhyme or reason for it because we are light. So when you start to really embrace that you are light and get uncomfortable and do the light things then everything starts to magnetize towards you. And I'm going to use, again, Carly's my thing today, but she had such great imagery. And in her session, the guides had said to her, you know, you can't expect a partner or anybody or anything to come and find you when you have yourself in a fucking prison. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, buzz in, visitor one, sit down, you know, put your mask on, you know, allocated time. And if you look at what the schedule Carly just shared, 
really, where the fuck did Carly think anybody was scheduled to come into her prison? (laughs) Well, I would have scheduled time to meet someone. Yes. (laughs) I'm kidding. That's a joke. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But right? It's very hard to meet someone when that's not already written into the schedule Mm -hmm. because there's no room for improvisation. We're coming from, uh, honestly, everyone listening in our journey from Ego Soul, we come from thinking. I think I know how the future is going to be. I think my way to my higher self. I think, 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 think. No, honey, that isn't how it works. You have to have no prison. You got to be in the field. And all of a sudden you just like one day went to the field instead of doing your regime of the prison and then everything finds you. And that's what's happening fast here. So I love that Carly shared her schedule because it very much comes to that imagery where it's like, look at your life. Think about it in 3D where a schedule like that would be implemented Mm -hmm. is like a rehab or prison. Mm Mm-hmm. Really, it's like you get 30 minutes of outdoor time mm-hmm. between this time and this time. We eat at this time. You wake up at this time. The lights go on here. The lights go off here. Hospital, yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about prison or just like a nine to five job? That that's too. what that sounds like too. Well, yeah. It's 100%. all the same, right? Yeah. It's all the same framework. It's exactly. just different Exactly. Label. By the way, make sure you punch in at nine. Yeah. Coffee's at 1030 to 1045. Mm-hmm. We're going to allocate when your free time is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But guess what? If you want that raise or with that extra bonus, <laughs> you know, just keep doing a good job and just keep putting the hours in. You or know, revoke so those free times. And you know, and eventually you'll you'll get there. Like that's the carrot that is dangled in front of people in the 3D. So that is why they put in the 14, 16 hour days. That's why they yeah. sacrifice is because they're chasing that carrot for a future happiness. When that'll never come because they're constantly chasing it. When they just need to decide, I want happiness now. Mm-hmm. I yeah. want a life now. I'm sick and tired of missing like, out. What on are you the, waiting for? I'm sick and tired of missing out on the sunshine. Yeah. And I know Maddie had talked about. Maddie has uh, amazing re- the, posts lately. The retirement yeah. plan and planning for that. But like, why can't you enjoy that now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what we want. That's what this is for. Is now. We're here to no. live now. You don't, you're not guaranteed to live to 65. You're not guaranteed to live till tomorrow. So what are you doing like almost today to make your soul happy? Well, and what's really mind blowing is in this frequency that we're moving into and we just are getting onto the kind of front lines of it. The age limit that we're getting to that they've been telling me is 120. So, but those that are in 3d, like honestly, listen to me, like, look at your parents, look at that generation. Like they aren't coming with us to 120, you guys, Mm -hmm. you know, you need to really ask yourself what Carly just said. Like, what are you waiting for? Truly? What are you waiting for? Are you scared? Do you think you can do it on your own, which you can, but like, why, you know, what, what do you, are you, a lot of times, what is it? It's your wounds that are controlling you. Your ego tells you that it's not going to be better. Yeah. Right. And so what you do is you just buy time in your current situation because you're scared that it will actually be worse if you make a change. Mm -hmm. Right. So for me, like one of my like actionables that the guys gave me was like, I need to like get all the old furniture out of my house because it's just all from like clothes, knickknacks, everything, everything. Right. And so for me, I get very attached to things and I was really reflecting on why. And I think it really does come down to like 
but what if I never find another chair that I love as much as I love this one when I don't even love this chair? Yeah. You know, but it's it's the story and the fear of the unknown when really, what do we say? The unknown is usually better. I would say 98% of the time, the unknown is better. 100% of the time. So there you go. So it's like, that's what holds people back. And that's what you're waiting for is for the certainty of better. But, yeah, yeah. the arise, and I just want to touch on this. This might be a little bit of a long analogy, so bear with me. It's always darkest before the dawn. So that means the shadows deepen as the sun comes up. But does the sun come up with blue sky? No, the sun comes up with like oranges and pinks and purples. And as the sun rises, the color shifts and changes until you have the nice bright blue sky. That's the shifting That's the changing as we arise because we're making those choices. Mm -hmm. So things do have to constantly evolve. You shouldn't just get to a plateau in your raise in in consciousness and be like, this is where I'm settling because it's going to be a constant like a constant oh yeah upward motion sorry mm-hmm. upward motion and you have to get uncomfortable and i'm going to share mine and scott's personal life and journey with us because we're an open book and what would just hit me is what we just went through this week mm-hmm. and you know again like i know we talk a lot especially on my team and stuff you guys will look at us and think that we you know we've made it we're not constantly rising and evolving and I mean, me and Scott will do a whole episode on this about being conscious parenting and really understanding it. But for example, I was given the download, you know, God, in my first few months of awakening that I was here to help eradicate disease. And I thought it was just me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now we know it's the whole planet system. All of you guys That's are- a lot for you to take yeah, on. <laughs> all of you guys are coming on grid, the whole situation. So me and Scott have our kids. One is 18 and one is 14. And- you know, here's the, here's the involvement of getting uncomfortable and realizing that there's always a bigger game at play. Okay. There's always, you have to get uncomfortable and our kids, since they have come in my world, cause they're not my biological children have been quote unquote, a lot. They have mm-hmm. been a handful and they're not bad kids. They're just, their moods are out of control. Like, and mm-hmm. you know, to the 3d, you will put that in a box. Mm-hmm. You know, say that's kids, that's how it is. But I always knew there was something more, as did Scott. And we have been fighting with our kids for six years years that they've lived here to get them onto um, a better path, to get them, you know, elevated. And, you know, as conscious beings, as we've evolved, um, it has been like pulling teeth. And we have been coming at it the last six months, maybe even a year, very human us because we've been tired. We have very much been coming at it from in the game versus above the game until this week it hit ahead where basically Scott kicked our daughter out and was like, you know, why are you the way you are? And she just kept saying, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Which is not a very good answer for, for, an, eight, for an 18-year-old, right? And well, well, for anyone. You should, anyone. you should be able to, you know, understand what you're feeling and what you're going through was my mindset. Yes. So long story short, I went out and I talked to her um, as Coco and really looked at her and all of a sudden things started kind of clicking on me. And we got her into the house and she was having a conversation with Scott. And when she was speaking, I was like, no one's home. Mm -hmm. Like the way she is talking is the energy of her mom, is the energy of Scott. Like what is going on here? And, And in the moment I was saying it to Scott, I was like, this is her mom. Like we had this whole moment. Anyways, we got her stabilized and we went to bed. The next morning I woke up and I was sharing with the girls and specifically I had called uh, Alexia and Alexia 
is um, in her contrast life very well versed with addictions and mental illness and all that. And she's like, I just got the download of schizophrenia. So all of a sudden we get Carly and, you know, we get, we get our daughter and we sit her down. We kind of leave Scott out of it because he's, it, you know, he just needs to be in the back burner that day. And what we realized coming from this higher place and of evolvement is in 3D, she was having a schizophrenia episode in the negative. But in our world, in consciousness, she is just portaling energies. And, and doesn't know that and she doesn't is. know that she is. So this is the deepest episode she's ever been in, meaning that she was spinning back between basically speaking as Scott, speaking as her mom and speaking as her brother. And so me and Alexia worked on her and her plant roots, she she's a plant energy and her plant is embedded into her body with her mom's energy. And that plant all of a sudden was up to her neck and we were able to cut it off. And Alexia and I could all of a sudden see quote unquote, her come back into her body. Mm -hmm. And it was just such a profound awareness for us to see in that moment and our team to really take this in all week because we're like, wow. Well, it's like all of a sudden everything made sense. Change everything in our world. Yeah. Her from herself because she wasn't home. Yeah. Like Meg was not there. She yeah. was, she, it, and that's why when you asked her a question, it was, I don't know because mm-hmm. Meg don't know. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Meg. She has no idea. Yeah. And it just really showed us the growth of us as light beings and the remembering of why we're here and that everything is energy and we want to put everybody in a box. Mm -hmm. So now all of a sudden we've had so many downloads of like our son would be labeled bipolar because he takes on the actions and you know, all the chaos that we've kind of been like trying to navigate and everything came from me and Scott surrendering and realizing that rock bottom. When I went out on the steps at 1030 at night and I said, you're fucking in the basement of rock bottom Megan but I was like didn't dawn on me till like even right now that so were Scott and I Mm -hmm. you know and that's the involvement of being doing this work is all of a sudden I'm like what the fuck Carly in 2018 I had I I had done work with Megan and Mm -hmm. and my son Caleb and I knew this information but then you get so much back into the game sometimes that you you forget and I was like shook I'm like I can't believe I didn't fucking see this. Mm-hmm. So now we have her on a 6 week aka soul rehab. Carly has her really scheduled so Carly's scheduling is a benefit mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because she needs to stabilize her human to then mentor her light. So the reason I'm sharing this for all of you guys is the living proof that we are here for so much more and nothing is external anymore. Mm -hmm. It is all energy. And all the kids that have the labels or you guys listening to this right now who have been labeled, you know, ADHD, bipolar, were you labeled schizophrenia in your life? Like what were you labeled? And the negative conditones that go with that, you know, the negativity that goes towards that because people just don't see you as your light and it's not scary to us it doesn't even affect us but the shift now in Megan on day four is astronomical Uh, it was like the day the moments after you and Alexia worked on her like her eyes were different she acted different it was literally like someone went like this and literally snapped her out of it literally Carly was like we were all shook and then (laughs) she slept for three days but then on the Thursday I think it was all of a sudden we come out of session and she like made this huge meal and we're like who dis yeah like singing in the kitchen making dinner we're like uh (laughs) and what was so amazing we've been asking her a lot of questions since then just to learn is she took the dog out for a walk and she came home on Friday and it was beautiful here in the Okanagan and she's like I'm so shook on my walk, I must have said five times, where's the snow? Yeah. 
So she's just been she ain't so been home for she a hasn't few been weeks. home for a while. <laughs> so you just need to understand that everybody goes through it until they don't, and there is a better way when you understand that you're a light being. So Megan now is going to go through it here. Mm-hmm. She's going to have to learn to be a human to then rise, but it wasn't fucking working. Mm-hmm. She was at such a marker, a pivotal moment in her life where it was like she came back into that house and we surrendered to see her as a light or she's that person that you see on the side of the street talking to themselves, Mm -hmm. right? And that's what you guys all need to understand is everybody's at a pivotal moment right here. You're being pushed and squeezed and compressed to be like, am I going to rise up through that drain or am I going to stay the same in clown college? But you got to make a choice because these pulse waves are coming in for May, June, and July, and you have to look at them. They're kind of like this rocket fuel that's Mm going to push you. So Carly, who has to muck up her life and do her stuff, the guides had said, these pulse waves, these next three months, you're going to have rocket fuel Mm -hmm. with that choice, awareness, and back to experience, Mm -hmm. you know? And if you're fighting, you guys, and resisting, that pulse wave becomes a pressure. Yeah, it's, it's compression versus expansion. Then. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we're here as that hand, and Scott has something to say, so I'm going to lead it over to him. I'm gonna, I was trying to read this here quickly while I was listening to the girls. I found this post on Instagram a couple of weeks ago, and I was reading it, and I really liked how what it said. So I was trying to find the, like, the really important points because it's kind of a conversation between people. It goes, I think it's worthy noting that many like me who are diagnosed with ASD now would have probably been seen just as a bit odd in centuries past. I'm only a little bit autistic. I can pass for neurotypical for short periods of a work really hard at it. I have a lack of talent in social situations and I'm prone to sensory overload or you might notice me stimming. But here's the thing. Life is louder, brighter, and more intense and confusing than it has yeah. ever been. I live on the edge of London and I rarely go to into the center of town because it's too overwhelming. Mm-hmm. If I went back in time and lived on a farm somewhere, would anyone even notice there was anything odd about no. me? No. No. No police silence, no crowded streets that go on for miles and miles, no flickery electric lights. Working on a farm has a clear routine. I'd be badass at spinning cloth or churning butter because <laughs> I find endless reputation repetition soothing rather than boring yeah and a lot of that it was just like it was an interesting post and i skipped lots of it because it talks a little bit about how like the changeling myth that where fairies were stealing babies mm-hmm. is, o- is, yes. o- is almost definitely the uh confusion at development of autistic children mm-hmm. so like autistic kids mm-hmm. in the past were said like oh like a fairy came and stole my baby which is why they've yes. got big eyes or they say weird words or they're like mm-hmm. they do they act strangely but really it was just it's like, their light. it's just their light. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that Scott, because that is dead on for, you know, and I had a, I, it goes back to my session earlier this morning where I said to him, I'm like, um, you're, you've just been struggling for 20 years mm-hmm. to the fact that you are light in a body. And now it's just getting even harder for people because their light is like, I'm fucking done. It's like, you know, here's my fucking nine. Take here's it or my, leave it. Yeah, here's my resignation. Yeah. Like, I'm done being a human. I'm here to embody the light. And, you know, what I'm experiencing lately, and I'm all the way up into the 42nd dimension, and God knows what's going on with me here, all this stuff that I'm, like, downloading, is what the fuck did I do before? Like, it is so profound and so easy and so in flow and so everything 
and we just fight it. We fight it. We fight it. We fight it. But you guys, like I cannot emphasize, I know the pain that you're going through. I know the spins that you're going through. I know the masks that you're wearing everybody, but it's, it's not letting up. Okay. So we are those voices and those hands for you right now of compassion to number one, tell you that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going into a portal right now, but coming, I'm just do it. Yeah. I'm just going to talk. So I, um, okay. Just give me a second. So we have a collective energy of everyone that's listening and, um, okay. Just give me a second. So this is like a post that has been relayed before, but this is the words of the energy coming from in the future, um, farther afore coming Mm -hmm. back now. Mm -hmm. So what you need to understand is this is the future coming to you now. And whoever is listening to this, feel these words that this is the hand, this is the compassion as Scott led you here to let you guys know, my dear, whenever you find this episode, whenever you hear these words, know that you are here for more. You have been scrolling and following accounts and looking for the next course, the next thing, and whoever you can to help save, but know that these are the words coming from you. That if you just stay consistent to doing the work, to finding the mentors, to healing your wounds, and to rising, you will lead into your best days. You need to understand that now, unlike any other time, is where there is a pressure. So you know when you are standing at a door and you don't want to let somebody in and you're holding Mm -hmm. the door because it's about to birth burst open Mm -hmm. that is happening right now so the longer you guys push in that door and say no 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 you can't come in my life is good my my couch is good my whatever is good the harder it's going to be to hold that door right like the Mm -hmm. energy through me right now is just so profound I'm holding that door and then it's like no 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 like I really like I like everything I like the way it is I don't want to change I don't want to change I don't want to like it I don't want to do all these things that is the fight when really all you have to do is open the door and this beautiful breeze comes through and just allows you guys to fucking breathe because on the other side of the door is you But you're so scared of you, so you hold this door, and exactly like Carly said, it's that unknown because we've never opened this door before, okay? So if you look at this analogy, on this side where you guys are all standing, which is old earth and everything is coming at you, there's a fucking, you know what the photo shoots where they have the big wind The wind wind machines are standing behind you and your life is just, it's, it's, it's moving. It's moving. And the world as a whole is moving. And Scott and I talked about this this morning on the walk. And I said to him, I'm like, you know, my parents, they never really were uh, distracted with, say, the virus. And then you said, but now they're kind of being distracted, like Mm -hmm. up a level. And Scott's like, yeah, because the distractions are getting bigger. Mm -hmm. And Carly's talked about that too, where it's like, we have to find a bigger story, a bigger thing, a bigger everything. And then it's like, 
we fight between our light and our body being like, okay, like I know that this is real, but like it doesn't affect me. And you just get into that whole entire spin, like drop the bullshit, everybody. Are you a human or are you a light being? And you're a fucking light being. You wouldn't be listening to us right now. Mm -hmm. You're going to be okay. But just listening to this podcast and then going out to your life is not going to help you be okay. Really, you have to do more. It's great to have the language. It's great to have the awareness, but there's more, you guys. It's like yeah. we're having births here. Well, like, am I making sense? Yeah. Okay. So first off, I just want to say, uh, did you notice how seamless you were going from that portal right into Coco? No, not really. <laughs> you were like in, and then all of a sudden you're like, and I'm Coco, and I'm back. But it was super seamless. Anyway, okay. I just wanted to acknowledge you I've been, on that. You're I've been, growing. I'm growing. You okay. opened your eyes halfway through, oh, too. Okay. 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 All right. But what I was going to say is coming back to what you were just saying with, like, just knowing the language or listening to the podcast isn't enough anymore because case in point, look at me. I live this yes. all the time. This is my life. And I would say I am at a state where I do have the ability to mentor people, but there's still things that I wasn't looking at and I was literally blind to. I mm -hmm. didn't know or what you feel didn't know that having a schedule like that was impeding on my growth. Mm -hmm. But then as soon as I had the knowledge, then I took the action. But the thing is, is if you already knew you guys, you would already be doing it. So there's, there's the missing link for everybody. And it's, it's, that's why you come and that's why you keep peeling back the layers and you can never be stagnant. Cause there's always more, there's yeah. always another layer, even though you're like, life's great. I love that. It's great for you, but let's make it even better. Why stop it? Great. Make it amazing. Well, yeah. And I mean like our houses, me and Carly, um, prime example right now, yeah. like, uh, Chateau Coco is having an overhaul and I'm like shook. I'm like, what the fuck was I doing for the last, like forever? Like what? Like, not, I don't know. The light switch went off like about what Scott six weeks ago. Cause Scott's Naughty. like, we've done more in, in a month than people have done <laughs> in five Scott, years. He's had a, a paintbrush in his hand. I think every single day for the last yes. two weeks, but really we didn't, I didn't see it until I saw it. Yeah. And that's that whole stagnant and expanding and doing all that stuff. And really, we talk a lot about that, about how, you know, you have to stop taking the breadcrumbs and start buying the loaf to create, mm -hmm. to then own the freaking bread maker, you mm -hmm. know? And I look at my journey coming from lack. I very much was breadcrumb.com. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, oh my God, like just coming from severe, severe lack and poverty for a while there, it was like, it was out of control. And now my house reflects my inner state. Well, and the thing is too, is like for me, what it was too, is like I knew some of this stuff, but I didn't know the extent at which it bled into my life. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. So like, I knew that, you know, there's like a, a piece of like needing to let go and, and all this. And then I <laughs> came over here one day and I was like, I don't know if this is too much information, but the underwear I'm wearing right now is from 10 years ago. Yeah. Still in great condition, but from 10 years ago. And then, and then I thought holes. to myself, And then you yes. started noticing and holes. And then I started noticing holes in shirts and pants. Like, really? I was literally blind to me sitting in my literal shit. Yeah. That, like, I, I, I didn't see the extent at which that wound or that layer had bled into my entire exactly. life. Exactly. Yeah. And now you're going to work through this to then move into a new layer, but also your best life. Yes. And I think we're really hitting the nail on the head with that. Whereas, like... 
you know, sharing Carly's journey and then sharing our stuff with our daughter, I mean, that just blew the, 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 the roof off of both of our houses mm-hmm. this week where we're like, oh, we just didn't see what we didn't see. Yeah. Because we're evolving constantly. And that's what people need to understand. Ascension is not a wham, bam, thank mm-hmm. you, ma'am. And it gets really heavy with the well, community thinking that they're just going to turn on tomorrow. Well, here's a good analogy. It's like on a hike. So like, there's like Kuipers, which is close here. So you yeah. go up to the top of Kuipers, but if you go like, I don't know, 14 feet to your right and turn and look that way, your view is totally different. Yeah. So you're still at the same elevation, AKA let's say like the layer you're on. But then if you just look and change your perspective, it's like a whole new world. There's brand new awareness and stuff that will pop into your view. Yeah. Scott, Scott, he's ready, he's ready, he's ready. Okay, here we go. I know that feeling when you're like, this is good information. Don't move away from this concept. I have to talk about it. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. You guys are sure going to be disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) For your information, there's a lot more to ogres than you think. Example? Example, uh, ogres are like onions. Ogres. 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 They stink? Yes. No. Oh, they make you cry. No. Oh, you leave them out in the sun, they get all brown, start sprouting little white hairs? No, layers. Onions have layers. Ogres have layers. You get it? We both have layers. Oh, you both have layers. Oh, you know what? Everybody likes onions. Cake. Everybody loves cake. Cake has layers. I told you you guys would be disappointed. It's from Shrek. Didn't want to made it better, though? If, I, I if can't we, do if, the voice no, on command. I, I, I can do the donkey. Can you? Well, I think I can, whether or not. Okay. Before, before we go here, let's hear your donkey. In the morning, I'm making waffles. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> okay, so basically the gist of it is, is an ogre we all, we all and got, onion got, have layers. We all got layers, people. We all got layers. We whether do. You're, whether yeah. you're a cake or an onion, we got layers. We do. <laughs> And that's what you guys need to hear and understand is it's like I was saying, it gets really heavy within the community and doing this work where people have such high expectations that all of a sudden they need to, it needs to just shift. And I wrote a post about it too, the unwinding and the thaw. Mm -hmm. Okay. You have to have the thaw. So like Carly's going through a thaw again now, right? The deep freeze. I mean, really like you have to have these thaws because the light. Okay. So the joy, abundance and freedom can't fit into the old. So you have to sit in this in between. You have to be uncomfortable. You have to make decisions that maybe your ego doesn't want to do. And it changes your entire being because you are not the body that you came here that you house in, you are a light. So that ascension is an involvement. But once you have that pop through, it gets easier, you guys, and you still kind of maybe go back and forth. But I really need to emphasize that you guys just all need to give yourself some compassion and know that you're going through it, but you can't stop. Okay. You can't stop. Like we were talking before we even got on the podcast. There has been a few people in the last year for sure that were like really consistent. They were coming every month and then they stopped Mm -hmm. and you can see it in their pictures. Mm -hmm. You can see it in their eyes and people who aren't even fully aware of energy are seeing it too. And I just feel so sad because it's like, you know, it's, there's those moments where you could keep going or something pulls you. And even if it pulls you for a week or two days, you know, try and snap yourself out of it and keep going because it does get so much better. Mm -hmm. And having this consistent support and really giving yourself that it's changing people's lives. 
It is. <laughs> like now now that we have Alexia here too, like she's able to get your guys' light body on grid once I've got it on grid and giving you guys relief. Even with my team, Scott is a prime example. He had density in his teeth, you guys. Severe density. And Scott in 2018 was really pushing me, Coco, I need to go to the dentist. I got to get my teeth taken out. You know, my teeth are a mess. They were so sore, but we were in the hustle and we were in lack and he got put on the back of the burner. So now he's been, we've been working on his teeth for two months prior to last week on his teeth. Okay. He, like energetically. Energetically. Okay. We've been pulling out the density. Alexi and I both in sessions have been working on his teeth and he goes to the dentist and he comes home and I'm like, Kate, what's the damage? I'm thinking, thinking he's going to need like eight surgery. grand, six yeah. grand, whatever. And he's like, well, I just have really bad gingivitis. I have to go get a really big cleaning. Okay. So Scott goes and gets the cleaning and all of a sudden he comes home. <laughs> that day. That day. And me, Alexi and Carly are shook. We're like, what the hell? Like even looking at him right he now, his whole jawline, like the density, everything. And then I questioned him. I said, how is that two hour cleaning? And he goes, it's the living proof of what it means to do this work and be a light being because your pain, your experience and everything was so different. Mm -hmm. And look at that. Scott actually did need that much work, but because he started shifting and becoming yeah. the light being, we were able to eliminate majority of it so that the human was a $400 bill. Well, I was well, going to say that like you're, you probably would have been in for a lot more. Had you not hundred well, percent. Yeah. Well, what it would have been, it was, it wasn't painful. There was no pain to experience. It was just like just sitting there for two hours watching yeah. HGTV. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you guys really need to take that in. Well, and take that Scott in. would have paid $8,000 a year earlier. But also sitting there for two hours watching HGTV would be a vacation for people in the hustle. And that's your like, it was a struggle at the dentist. Yeah. yeah. Like, look at that for like perspective and really you guys you got it i know your humans are gonna want to argue and your egos are gonna want to argue but the fact that scott was able to eliminate all that six thousand dollars that would have taken place a year before because mm -hmm. we got rid of the energy to then what did he do optimize the the human mm -hmm. through his light so he needed a quote-unquote his human needed a teeth cleaning mm -hmm. Like, it's a big deal, you guys, what's going on. And you have to want it. You have to dedicate yourself to it. But, you know, we I don't... Are, we are better together. Yes. So let's just keep working together. And if you find yourself in a situation where you're struggling, reach out to someone to assist you yeah. not to be a partner in pain. Yeah. There, There's a big difference between the two actions and between receiving from that energy. Yes. So I just wanted to leave it at that. I don't remember what I just said about the future to the past, but I hope that you guys all take, <laughs> hope you guys all take that in. Um, but I just really want to emphasize because I feel like this is just a really, a really beautiful episode in the sense that when we're searching and we're going through it and we're looking for that support and on our hard days, we think we're losing it and we think that it's bogus and all the things, all of a sudden you stumble upon this episode. You know, and whether you're a weekly listener or, you know, two years from now and you DM me and I say, go through the podcast and a podcast episode will pop out to you. And this is the one it it's going to pivot you. OK, and you have to just really listen and take this in and really ask yourself, like, what what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Truly, what are you doing? 
And why are you struggling and avoiding and, and, you know, trying to keep that door so closed when all you need to do is open it up, you know, and it's, and here's the thing. I honor you. You have to go, you have to hit your rock bottom and you do have to get to a point of surrender. And, you know, I was there. I mean, I was there pushing that door because I didn't know who I was without all those labels. And this life is profound. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for, for a thing and it isn't stopping and get on the train now, people get on the train now, because also the way that planet Coco is going, you know, there's going to be wait lists longer than there needs to be. So get, so get, get on the train now with us, with whoever it is and start doing the work now because new earth is here and the old is just getting started on how profound the distractions are getting. So if you are looking for reassurance, if you are looking for support, this is the episode and this This is is your sign. This is your sign. (laughs) Yeah.